Here we go. Yeah, what we're doing basically is a, a tasting of a lot more beers. We've been trying to get this together all summer. We're finally here. It's, it's almost fall, but it's still summer. There's, There's still, still a little bit of lawn mowering left to do. Absolutely. At least a few weeks left where you're going to have to cut the grass. So Definitely appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to cut the grass. We all cut our grass. Yeah, I live in an apartment, but yeah. Danny, do you have to cut your grass? No, I live in an apartment. Okay, cool. Kyle, in an urban apartment. <laughs> Did you cut your grass, Kyle? I cut it a week ago. Nice. Kyle cuts his grass. All right, so this is only for you, Kyle. This whole tasting. We're just going to decide what beer you need to buy. That's, that's when I had the, uh, the um, what do you call it? Uh, the really bad beer. The Corona. I came inside after mowing the lawn. I was really sweaty and warm and ate a bunch of the hot pepper rice dish. And, and a Corona? And a Corona. Nice. <laughs> Nice. So I should also mention uh, our, our friend Jeff Glazer is here from MadisonBeerView.com, special guest taster. Thanks for the invite. Oh, absolutely. Wait, I, need I think glasses. you actually invited us to do this. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Well, he wasn't going to drink a bunch of lot more beer by himself. I almost brought the bottle out right the door. Right yeah, that would be a tragedy. Right. Yeah. The first beer in the tasting is Capital Brewery's Island Wheat. Okay. So yeah, first beer is uh, light golden in color. I think that's going to be a uh, a trend. I think it's going to be in this I tasting. Think this, mine looks a lot particularly American. Particularly macro. light. Light. And it, it well, looks, mine's cloudier than it appears yours. Yeah. You, although if you if you take the condensation off your glass, well, even too, it is a little cloudier. Mine appears to be cloudier. Maybe huh? maybe mine was the bottom of the bottle. It smells a little fruity. It does. A little fruity. Might be an ale. I'm pretty happy. I've actually already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Kyle. You wrote it down, though, right? Yeah. Okay, good. As long as we have an order at the end, I don't care if you forget. It is a wheat beer. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. American wheat? Sorry, what ones do we have, actually? I don't know. We have the Prima Pills. MGD. Prima Pills. Budweiser. <laughs> PBR. We have... Uh, it's okay. We've got 312. As far as wheat beers, 312 Honey Vice. Despotic cow some wheat in it. Yeah. And the Capital um, Experimental. Capital Experimental. This might be the, this might be the cow. The cow? The cow or the cap? The cow. It's not a cow. You think so? And island wheat. And island wheat. I don't think it's spotted cow. Oh, I think so? Cow. I would say... It's too flavorful. Yeah, it's 312. Oh, we didn't get Oberon, did we? We did not get Oberon. Oh, we oh, failed. Sh- shoot. You had one? Actually, sitting in my cupboard. Shoot. Are we allowed to swear now that we're no longer on the radio? If this doesn't go on the radio, yeah, we can swear, I suppose. No, it's up to Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you guys swear. Balls, titties, fuck, shit. <laughs> I'm trying to cut that out. But, um, I'm still on integrity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't need to swear just for the sake of swearing. Can you just put it as like one, like, over the whole thing? <laughs> yes. We can do that. I'm going to say... Uh, it could be island. I think it's three one two or island. I'm leaning more towards island. We should describe it for the listeners. It's uh, mm. weed beer, probably. I can't really see yours anymore. Mine is so clear. Yeah. Like I don't think it's. I, I I just I can't think this is the capital. Oh, it's not. Do the experimental. No. No, we don't have a regular island. Yes, we do. Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, I do. Oh, this could be a regular island wheat. Yeah. I can see that. This is nice. This is refreshing. This is a good lawnmower beer. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I mean, in terms of coming home and cracking it open, ice cold. I'm, I'm digging it. It's got a fruity tang to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nail, for sure. 
weediness. Yeah, my light bodied. Definitely, <coughs> definitely fits in the lawnmower uh, category. We should discuss, of course, what does it mean to be a lawnmower beer? We just sort of went off, you know, uh, our own um, ideas of what we think a lawnmower beer might be or should be. But um, we do have quite a variety. We got Sierra Nevada Pale Ale in there. We got Fat Tire Amber Ale in there. We got Macro Lagers. We've got Micro Pilsners. We've got Wheat Beers. I mean, what does it mean to be a lawnmower beer? I think we're kind of taking it in the same way of just what is a summer beer. Similar. I mean, it's a pretty similar question. Yeah, what is a summer? Similar, beer? but I think I'm looking for something that's that's more thirst quenching. You know, sure. When I think of a lawnmower beer. I think of you know 90 degree days dripping sweat and coming into the air conditioning and grabbing something out of the refrigerator. Right. Um, so drinkability, which would be Bud Light. <laughs> Kyle's really pushing this Bud Light. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you take something like Sierra Nevada and it's like, you know, like a large micro kind of turn people on to like the style of pale ales. I feel like it's, it's a very like good introduction to pale ales. It's approachable. It's also affordable. Yeah. So like it's, it's a common kind of like lighter, easy-drinking ale. Yeah, people. I think affordability is a good point. Yeah, Absolutely. In which case, we should have gotten cans of Capital. I screwed up and got a bottle. <laughs> I didn't see that at Steve's. They were like, 10 bucks, man, 12-pack cans? That's really? not bad. Yeah, it might have been 10 so yeah. Cheap. So, yeah, typically pale, but I don't know if it's exclusively pale. You know, like we have yeah. a, a decision, though, on this? So what do we think? Island wheat? Baby, I'm gonna go with Island Wheat. This was but more importantly, more there. importantly, is that a good lawnmower beer? It's a lawnmower beer. Yeah. You don't think it was good? It, it is a good example of the style. I'm not sure it's one that I would regularly drink. Okay. Um, yeah, it, I, I don't know that it's necessarily my style, but okay. it is a lawnmower beer. Okay. Give it that. I, I kind of like it. Don't find wheat beers to be that refreshing because they always leave my palate really. Dry, really dry, and sure. it makes me thirsty again. You know. Yeah, I think that's the point. So as, as yeah. a lawnmower beer, <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's not quenching. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't satisfy your thirst. Yeah, exactly. Which is what we have all these macro beers, which of course is not usually the uh, the Madison Beer Review Beer Talk Today uh, <laughs> specialty, but. Well, yeah, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. This, this is going to be a hard group to to evaluate in terms of, you know, not necessarily you know quality, but it, for, they're not beers that we typically drink. Right? Yeah, a lot it, of them. You know, a lot of these are not beers that we typically drink. I think, you know, I even frankly, I think we'll be able to pull this Sierra Nevada Pale out. Yeah. You know, Based on what else is in the mix, you, you know. Yeah, I think so, huh? <laughs> I would say the only two in here that I drink on a regular basis would be Greenville Premium, which. I think fits into the category really well. And oh, furthermore, beer. Proper, which is, oh, there's I proper in here, too? Yeah, mm-hmm. fits into the category. I mean. Kind of does, kind of doesn't. I mean, the, the, the two things we kind of took into account, we bought a few macros, and then we sort of went by what is the lightest or sort of the introductory, like, transition beer for craft breweries. Oh, so, like, what is the lightest Lake Louis beer? Okay, Coon Rock Cream. Right. What is the lightest furthermore beer? Okay, it's the proper. What is the lightest... You know, one of the, I think sticks out to me is being kind of maybe yeah. doesn't really fit in this category is Fat Tire. Right. But it is sort of the most popular, easy drinking of the New Belgium, right. you know, right. beers. And it's, it's really gen- popular. Also, they generally have to be the flagship, the money-making beers. Yeah, generally they're the flagship. Generally, not always. I mean, Coon Rock isn't really the flagship. Beer number two is Lake Louise Coon Rock Cream Ale. But, so we're now on to beer two. 
I would first. And John has a huge laugh on his face. <laughs> this beer is not meant to be poured into a glass. <laughs> <laughs> so is he straight from a can? You're not supposed to appreciate the bubbly head that looks like dishwasher soap. No. <laughs> and like if you stick your nose down into it and take a big whiff, it is painful. <laughs> I will say this thing foamed a ton. <laughs> I didn't hear him crack a can, but we weren't listening. So anyway, this one is again. Yeah, I would say loose really dish, dish dish soap uh, bubbles. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, very. Mine large almost this might be like residual from the glass, but mine almost has like, stuff in it. Yeah, see, mine looks really clear. Yeah. Mine's mine's mine perfectly clear. clear. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, my glass must have been. For some reason, I suspect this one was not bottle conditioned. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's beer. <laughs> that is beer. <laughs> This is America, right? Here. You guys cannot look at All me because I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going to play a good poker face by but like beer four. So, <laughs> hmm, it's good. It's great. <laughs> no, it's good. It's great. It's light. Like, do we have, we have MGD in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Could be. Yeah. Could, Could be Bud. I feel like see as a Bud. Bud to me, I don't think this is Bud. Okay, I'm going to go on the record and say that also. Bud to me tastes like the Metrodome smells. <laughs> and it's probably like because like a lot of Bud, a lot of bud and I don't know, there's just something about that aroma. It's really musky. Yeah. And this doesn't have that musky scent to it. But I always feel like I can pick out of the macros and I always think it's the rice versus the corn. And this would be a great way to check my prejudices because it very well could be, you know, Midwestern boy, I'm all for my Miller if I'm going to be a macro PBR. drinker, PBR. This could be a PBR. Or yeah, Greenbelt. I wouldn't put it. Greenbelt, Greenbelt. Oh, Greenbelt, John and I are going to pick out. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured is that, you know, We'd pick that Greenbelt out. should be at least recognizable or at least this tastes familiar. It's bananas. Yeah. Yeah. It's bananas. This is hot. And I don't drink enough PBR to call it. Yeah, I, would say I, I don't, don't drink enough PBR out of a glass. Yeah, yeah, I've never had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and with well, that, well, I drink, to be fair, though, I drink less Miller than I do PBR. Plastic glass. Yeah. <laughs> Although yeah, I, do have, I do have, I do have. We should be drinking out of yeah, yeah, we should we should have done red plastic cups for this tasting. I do have a PBR goblet, a glass. Those PBR are sexy. Goblet yeah, I've seen those. That I, that I do. I have two of them. And there was a point in history where that didn't seem weird, that there was a PBR goblet that existed <laughs> somewhere back there in 1896 when they won that blue ribbon. <laughs> so, I'm going to say this is Miller. Highlight? Yeah. Uh, we have MGD. MGD. I'm going to say this is MGD. It could be MGD or PBR, definitely. And this is... It's not... I think... This is fine. There's nothing nothing, um, offensive about this beer. Sometimes you go into cheap beers, and like I said, we didn't do malt liquors today. We didn't do any of the sort of beast, natty, kind of really low end. The other thing, too, we didn't do, even if we got macro beers... We didn't do their worst. We didn't do lights. We also didn't do lights. So, I mean, whatever integrity is there, it's... Right, right. it's at least not Miller Light or, you know... Yeah. Bush light. It's not Bud Light or... <laughs> but no, this, this has more than 64 calories. Oh, God. More than <laughs> maybe, not the, maybe not the glass you had since sure. it was yes, only sure, that might be full. Would you like 64 calories? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. No, yeah. Do we have Bud 55 in the mix? Did anybody find any of that? That's the new thing. Bud did you hear about that? I did hear about the Bud 55. Hopefully you listen to our show. It's, uh, it's nine calories lighter. Yeah, <laughs> and Miller 64, MGD 64. 
I guess that's, a, that, that's a, a fear. Yeah, that's not a trend <laughs> I really understand a whole lot. At what point, know, somebody I don't get it. Who drinks beer as like a health thing? You know, like that's why I was like, yeah, yeah. like why? Would you know, I, like, I think a lot of people like really. I think the reason is that a lot of people say, "Oh, beer is empty calories," and fair enough. But, so is anything you drink besides but, orange juice? Wait, so this one's only oh, fifty-five empty calories. You know, this one's only 55 empty calories instead of 95 empty calories. Mm-hmm. You know, and the difference in taste that you're going to get is going to be significant enough that, frankly, I'd rather have the extra 40 calories. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, know? just drink smaller amounts of good beer. I think we all agree on that. Or drink, or drink more good beer, but... The next beer is Miller Genuine Draft. I'm going to say it's this is not quite as loose. It's a clear golden again. No. Very similar to the last one. This is like... Car wash, car wash soap foam. Car wash soap foam, not quite yeah, it's, so it's, a, it's a little tighter foam. <laughs> the head is pretty much gone. some lacing on the sides as you, if you pull it away. Okay, the smell is a little bit different, I think, in this one. A little bit more full-bodied. Yeah. I think this is past. You don't think it's Grain Bell? No. You don't think it's Grain Bell? I think it might be Grain Bell. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking like mm. Grain Belt or GBP. This, this is Grain Belt. Yeah, I guess GBP. Yeah. Grain Belt. Which is. Uh, I have this like thick layer of head that I actually get through. Yeah, it's <laughs> Grain Belt Premium made by August Shell Brewing in New Orleans, Minnesota. They bought it out after it shifted through a few different owners. Uh, yeah, this is my favorite of the, I think, Mac. Why some of my favorite so far? See, I don't. A, you have to analyze it as a lawnmower beer, though, and I don't think that this works for me. It, it's a little full-bodied really? to yeah. be, although it doesn't have that dryness. You know, I mean, it definitely quenches your thirst. I think it almost does too good of a job of it. Yeah, it sinks. And you know, I would have two of these tops after I came in out of the out of the cold <laughs> or out of the hot. But <laughs> how many do you need? I mean, I, my lawnmower beer. I think I'm having one. I guess. What are you going seven? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess the way I think I guess with something like this, you know, if I come in from, from mowing the lawn, I'll pound two of these. I, okay. I want something I can just put two away before I really even think about what I'm drinking. <laughs> the next beer is Victory Prima Pills. <laughs> <laughs> this beer is skunked, man. <laughs> this could be green though. No, this could be Captain Experimental, dude. <laughs> Dude, no, that's not even skunk. That is sour. This is capital experiment. Oh my god, smell that. Oh no. Oh no. I think, I think too, um... Flanders Oktoberfest. <laughs> I think also, you know, really, we should try to, like, everyone come up with their own opinion first. It's a Flanders gold. Uh, right, before we say what it is, I'm sorry, you're right. Because... You talk about, describe the before we guess what it is. Good point. It really doesn't have much flavor, though. It's like... It smells. It smells terrible. It smells bad. It's got a pretty. It sits pretty bitter, but like the flavor. It's not that offensive. Like it's, it's, it's got like a, a pretty skunky aftertaste you know, on it, though. It like is kind of skunky. Musky or there is something on here I really like, though. Really, I think it's it hoppy on here. And it does sit a little hoppy. And you know what? Like it's not like an overly hopped beer. It's not like crazy. And actually, I could actually appreciate this a lot in the summer. Just because it's not like, it's not, it's not so easy, like, it's not like just yeah, so light. Yeah, smell it? <laughs> I don't know, 
it, it's got it kind of so like bad. a garage or cellar smell to it. They oh, but it's so much worse than nice beer. I don't know. <laughs> no, I actually, I don't. Taste, it could be the cheese head too. I taste a really I'm tasting garage, and that's been in a garage. I should say okay. So there's a beer called Cheese Head. That's how old, Jeff? It was brewed in 1994. Okay, by Cap, by Capital Brewery under Capitol. the label Cheesehead. So I'm it's assuming it's a, fan on it. I'm, I'm assuming that it's a, that it was some sort of one-off kind of uh, light lager type thing. Light lager thing that somebody asked them to brew for them to try to market. Huh? Look into my eyes. Jeff. It could be. It's either. I mean, it's this is not in. The smell is not intentional. You know, I. I you really can at least have some indication of what it is based on just the clarity. This is one of the few times you've done a tasting with a mix of uh, ales and lagers. Yeah. You know what? This and, does not look like island wheat. And uh, this is not cloudy. This is very clear and very yeah, So that's light. something that, you know, really... Because yeah, I've, I've been watching, I mean, even though I know what they are, I've been looking at them and, like, that's one thing I've so far been able to distinguish. I mean, even though yeah, I know what they are, right. like... I've been able to pull out what's a lager and what's an ale. Just so you're saying this is a lager. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so this might. All right, then then I'm gonna say it's the cheese head. It, it does taste. It does smell like grog. <clears throat> but the taste, you know, honestly, for a beer being 15 years old or whatever. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable for a lager being 15 years yeah, old. Yeah. Not bottle conditioned, presumably. No. It's held up pretty darn well, yeah, I have to it, say. Yeah, I mean, it's some background on this. It's been sitting in a, in a garage for 15 years, and a friend of mine said, I have a six-pack of uh, cheese head in my, in my garage. Do you want it? And who can, who can turn that down? Um, and he said, the only caveat is you have to review it on Madison Beer Review. So there nice. you go. Here it is. <laughs> it's, no, it, it, this, it smells bad. It smells like musty old garage, but the I, taste is not offensive. I think a lot of it is surely a result of it having sat for fifteen, for 15 years. years. I think, I think right. there's a lot of garage. In this. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, what kind of what kind of cars has he had for the past fifteen uh, years? Like, <laughs> I think you can taste I'm, Chevrolet. I think I think '98 uh, Camry. I think it's fucking exhaust I'm smelling. Um, so you're saying you detect Japanese emissions? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he uses just regular unleaded, for sure. You should really switch to some better. But it does have a bit of body on it. I mean, it's not a super light beer. No, it's just, it's, you know, I call it a, a micro-American lager, you know. Yeah, the hoppiness on it is strange. Yeah. Really and that again, age probably. Yeah, I think age that probably affected But this might have been a, a rather hoppy lager to start with. The fact that we still taste hops. Yeah. Fifteen years later, says that it might might have been a rather hoppy beer to start with. No. Astute assumptions. There's like nothing left for them to preserve. So that's like all you can taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beer is just completely yeah. gone. This is just hot water. <laughs> we get that dumb bucket. <laughs> <laughs> So so we are implementing a dump bucket. Yeah, yeah I think case. the rule should be no dumps. This one this one's for my homies. <laughs> you really have to think about it. These are twelve ounce beers. And beer has to be pretty bad. <laughs> it's a quarter of a twelve ounce beer. So you can't it's even three ounces. It. I could have finished that. That's we got a lot to go. Sips. Yeah. We we got a long night ahead of us. 
The next beer is Budweiser. Alright, I good. swear the pouring is not my fault. <laughs> They like golden color? Clear? It smells like nothingness. Yeah, not a very strong smell on that. Mm-mm. Man, nothing at all. It's <laughs> almost a little fruity though. It might be just my fingers. Yeah. It's, your yeah, it's my soap across. <laughs> it's from a like day. a light grassiness, maybe. Uh-huh. Wow. Ooh. I don't know what that would be. It's light, light, light. Man. Yeah, this is so light. Yeah. Sure, there's no light beers in this. Maybe it's good. Just stop drinking this porter. <laughs> in between sips. Yeah, there's. Oh, no, that's your water glass. Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's crystal clear. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to quantify what I'm tasting because I'm not. I can't really figure out what it is that I'm tasting. Again, there's nothing offensive. It's not a cheap beer. So you can feel the carbonation. Yeah, it's really covered in it. That's it. Yeah, but it's pretty <laughs> vacuous. Is Bud dry in this mix? Okay. <laughs> Bud dry. <laughs> I think there's a Zima. A Zima? <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny if you pulled that. Please <laughs> get a clear one. <laughs> Too bad they don't make it anymore. Or Miller Clear? <laughs> yeah, didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah. Clear beer. And, well, or they, they tested it. What happened is there was this huge race between Budweiser and Miller over like who could make the clearest beer. Because people kept thinking, like, I want this clear, because they associated the clear color with refreshing. Miller finally made an actually clear beer, and it freaked everybody out. Oh, like, no joke. The, just, like, people were like, whoa, this is too much. This isn't beer. <laughs> it just it freaked them out a little bit, and, and they, it failed miserably, and they pulled it. It was probably just, was it just in test markets, or was it all, all over? I don't know. So they probably just took all those batches of clear beer and put a little tiny bit of, like, yellow number five. Back into it, yeah. and then just like sold its highlight. <laughs> Miller, I know how you think. It was triple hops brewed. <laughs> they didn't have that technology back then. Oh no, they only had hops twice like hops brewed. Oh, <laughs> only, only twice. Man, just wait till next year. Somebody will hop it four times. Man. I think it already says on a Hopalicious label, like, 11, they don't actually help added it 11 times. It. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Because they add hops 11 times. The deliciousness. That's just because one bucket isn't large enough. That's <laughs> 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 good. I'll, I'll ask. Let's get back to the beer. Okay, sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's light and there's really nothing to... Yeah. Gosh, going on. Yeah. I mean... Good thing we got back to this one. Could be PBR, could be Bud, I'd say. Could be any of those. Yeah, it could be any of those. I have no clue. I don't drink any of those. And I have I probably the most PBR. Yeah, I I just... Yeah, you would. Actually, I bet I've had more PBR than you. No, not not the most out of us. Like, out of those beers, I've had PBR the most. Oh. Yeah. I'm not a hippie. That's alright, we're bringing Grain Belt to the hipster scene. It's gonna be hipper than PBR soon. <laughs> it's gonna be in Chicago next month. It's gonna be. It's gonna be South by Southwest next year. It's gonna blow up. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know either. It's just really, really light. I don't know. It was. Here's the I mean, and, and is this a lawnmower beer? Well, is water a lawnmower beer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you want a lawnmower beer? Or do you want. This, like, I mean, this is definitely. Water? 
This so is definitely like, refreshing. Yeah. Right, but so is a club run. If I wanted carbonated <laughs> right. flavor of some sort, right. you know, as a lawnmower beer, I cannot classify that because there's no resemblance to beer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ouch, I'm gonna write this down, number five. No, America. no resemblance well, to like to beers as we drink, you know, and like, to beer. Beer. I really hope yeah. this is grain belt. <laughs> this is gonna mess with your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But like stack it up next to the beers that we drink on a regular basis. Sure. And then do a lawnmower beer tasting of like like lighter beers. And you get a beer like this and like it doesn't resemble beer in the context that we drink beer at all. Yeah, oh I understand what you mean. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that, I think that's a good point. Um, you know, could I come in out of the cold and, you know, and, and pound two or three of these? Yeah. Um, but would it accomplish anything more than drinking lemonade? No. Well, I'm not sure I would. <laughs> but it would be less flavorful than lemonade. But it would be less flavorful than lemonade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, perhaps if we had the Liney's Shandy. Mm. Sure. <laughs> I think we made a good decision with the honey vice instead of the shandy or the sunset or the berry. Maybe this was the honey vice. No I way. Had, uh, I don't no. know. I haven't had honey vice in a long time no. either. That's another one. That honey vice has a little more body than this. I mean, this has a well, little yeah, bit honey of vice would be sweeter. If anything, this has a little bit of sweetness to it. I don't think it's sweet. It could I be, don't think it's sweet. I think it's too clear, too, and there's no right. sweetness. Yeah, I haven't had that in a long time either. Honey vice. Tidbit of our honey vice. You know how much honey they put into every 165 barrel batch of honey vice? No. One five gallon pail, which ends up being about like two like drops of honey per bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I remember reading in you know, some homebrew forum sometime. It was like right after I'd gone flying to Cougar Brewery. Guy was like trying to do a honey vice clone. And he had like Why? a pound, exactly. <laughs> he had like a pound of honey in his five-gallon recipe, and I was just like, "Dude, <laughs> that, is, that is way too much." <laughs> yeah, I can't even begin to guess about this one. I, I I can't even guess a little bit as to what this one might be. But yeah, it's got to be one of the. It's got to be one of the macros. I think it could be Bud. We don't have Mountain Creek in the mix. Or do we? <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think it's MGD. Think about these beers. I don't think it's PBR. To me personally, they sit so heavy. I get so full <laughs> with light beers. With light beers, like you are good man. I we like play, you. Like playing beer pong or whatever, you know. I figured out. <laughs> I, figured so out I figured out the pour. It sucks. I get so full. Right. Real, real I've been now pouring really slow, and the sixth beer in the tasting is Cheesehead. So this one's much darker. <coughs> Fallen apple. Yeah, Fallen dude. Apple. What is up with this? Smell it. So this is this is more like almost a light copper. It's a little cloudy. I've been writing these down. Light copper is good. I'm gonna hit that down. <laughs> Thank you. There's not much head. No. And it could be because alcohol is pouring, but consistently. It smells like honey. <laughs> Maybe it's honey. Maybe it's honey. Does it smell like honey? Maybe like a little. Like there is a huge yeah. apple. Presence. Huge fruity. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you see this. Maybe is it's like, proper in it. <laughs> as soon, exactly. As soon as we get like an ale after these like last ones, it's gonna be like, oh yeah. my god, esters. <laughs> like what is in this? It's probably just spotted cow. We just have no idea. Like this looks so dark to us now, but it's just like. But in, maybe it's it is a little cloudy. cloudy. It's too light to be fat tire. Do you think? Oh, no, this can't be fat tire. Really. I don't think this is fat tire. This might be proper. 
Maybe proper. proper, but I guess I can't really say after all those beers we just had. <laughs> tastes a little English malty to me. Definitely tastes malty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I would not have... Man. If I didn't know what we were tasting. doesn't so taste like it smells, though. No, it smells super fruity. And it, again, it, it smells might be, fruity, but the... It but, tastes almost caramely. But the taste like is... A, like a but the taste is much lighter. Yeah. Or the, the taste isn't as big as the, the aroma. What else? So what do we have? Maltier. This is really nice. This, is, see, this to me this is a good one. Yeah. yeah, I really like this. It's like a little sweet, a little malty. It feels really light. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not a little undercarbonated. It is a little, yeah. which, which would be proper, make yeah. sense of the British style kind of proper. It's a little low, less carbonated but than, than the other. It is a little less carbonated like for lawnmower beer, and maybe a little too caramely, a little too sweet. A tiny bit for lawnmower beer, but not much. It's very light well, this still. Is a, yeah, I mean... I like it. There's no hops on it. Not much. Not much, at least. No. Uh, yeah, no... Dip, I don't sense any flavor aroma hops at all. I'm still wondering about the third one. <laughs> <laughs> the green belt? I think it was. I think it was green. I kind of think it was. Might have a little bit of a metallic taste to it. Mm. Not like can, but just kind of a weird... August Shell wouldn't do that. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah, I like it. I mean, like, especially if you're too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely better than pretty much anything since it. 3. Mm -hmm. And the other micro... What did you think 3 was? Grain belt? Maybe. Yeah, I wasn't digging that first one that much. It was alright. The first one. Number 1. Wheat. Oh, the one okay. we thought was Island Wheat. Possibly. No. Like I said, it was too dry for... Yeah, this one's not bad. Like I said, I'd like to see a little little more carbonation in it, um, at least for a lawnmower beer purposes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just to kind of sit around and drink, you know, yeah. to, to drink while watching a baseball game. Be pretty yeah. good. Like a session beer. Yeah. It'd be more appropriate for this one, I feel yeah. like. Session versus lawnmower, yeah. yeah. I mean, it might, it's probably higher. Yeah. I must taste like a. I don't. I don't know. It's pretty light. I've, I've had this beer. It's very caramely. Like I've, I've had a beer that tastes like this before. That's not in the lineup. <coughs> Marisadamo. It tastes caramely. I, I'm just trying to put. No, but I don't know. Like, the beer talked in a dark mile. No, I'm. I'm trying. To, there's a flavor in here that I've had before, and I don't know where. It's. Yeah, there's a beer at the brewery that has this. That we used to get a lot. The caramely. Yeah, it is. That's what this kind of tastes like. Really? Yeah. I really, I, I, I'm getting some dominant flavor in there, and I, that's, I'm relating it exactly to that beer. It's definitely lighter, and there's nothing in this lineup that's. No, no, I, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like of that. Like, it's just like this there's one. some flavor. Okay. I'm, the mouthfeel isn't there. The alcohol I know isn't there. The hops it's are a little different. Back your throat. But yeah, it's yeah, it's like that right here, and it's just kind of like yeah. the sweet, that's soft, really creamy caramel flavor. And that that is, and actually, that's what's making me really like this right now. Like Coon Rock. This could be Coon Rock. Coon Rock has a much you think so? cream air. Like cream ale? Really? I've never gotten cloying out of. Oh, uh, it's a corny. Oh, corny. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. It could be though. That's definitely be, a possibility. It could be kind of a cream, but there's definitely a creaminess. <clears throat> this. Yeah, for sure. Spotted cow. Man, if that's spotted cow. I don't think it's my carbonated. My is enough. very different. Yes, it, I, don't it, it's highly, I don't think it's carbonated enough to be cow. I'm, I'm going to go on the record as saying it's possible to be cow, but it looked too dark. I think I think it's more caramel, too, yeah. not enough fruitiness in the taste. Based on the smell, it could have been, but I don't. 
Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow is anything like I remember it. I don't know. I haven't had Spotted Cow for a long time. We don't drink a lot of these beers. So. I, I, I see. I did have Spotted Cow once fairly recently. But. I did too, but I don't really remember it well enough to... Hey, Randy Thiel says it's his favorite beer in New Glarus. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> the cow, man. Hey, if I, if I was down there and getting a bunch of free New Glarus beer all the time, I could see taking a lot of Spotted Cow. Oh, yeah. and why, you know, why not? I would probably take a lot of Hot party. I took a lot of hot party. I took the hot party. I took a lot of hot party, yeah. The next beer is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I think we can all smell this independently. Okay. There might this be a little darker. assumptions to what it is. Mine's got some chunks of something in it. Oh, I sneezed. Oh, thanks. <laughs> good. That could be from the last beer. It could be from all sorts of things. I have no idea. Yeah, I got floaties too. John's nodding. What do you think it is, John? I think it's here in Nevada. Yeah. I mean, just looking at it. I mean, just looking, looking at, at it. Head, smelling it. Yeah. You know. See, that's not bar conditioned, is it? I'm just looking at my floaties, man. I don't know. No, but it might be hot bits. Sure. Yeah. You know, that got through the micro yeah. filter. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, pale, it's, it's a pale ale. <laughs> And it's definitely not proper. It's nice. This is what yeah, I was, was going to say. The only other pale that it would be would be proper. I think it's too hoppy. I think it's too hoppy to be yeah. proper. Um, it's a little bit lighter than proper. But having the floaty bits would 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 coincide with proper because they wouldn't have the filtration system. Sure. That would. Right. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But good beer. Sierra Nevada is one of those beers we're sort of lucky to take for granted. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is a solid. It's the the original American Pale This is seven, right? I'm not behind. Yeah, this is seven. This cool. is seven. Oh, yeah. So, how about as a lawnmower beer, though? I mean, yeah, it's okay. It's a really fine enough beer, but this is is it a lawnmower beer? It's too hoppy for me. If we're still going with this classic definition of a hot, sunny day, I'm sweaty, just got done mowing the lawn. This is too hoppy for me. Yeah, I wouldn't walk in and eat the grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily that Sierra Nevada is like that hoppy of a beer, but right. along those lines, like that, that kind of like cloying, citrusy, yeah. is not necessarily the most refreshing thing that you can do. It's really nice, and I would probably go for this beer more often than a lot of the other beers that we've done. Yeah, but that's just because I really do like pale ales and IPAs. Yeah, that's I think the- for like a, a general. Lawnmower beer. Although, interestingly, this is far more likely to be in my refrigerator, and thus, based on the other things that are also in my refrigerator, the thing that I would probably grab after I got sure. off the lawnmower. Right, sure. Um, we are of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a different, yeah. A very small percentile that would right. have this as a session beer in our refrigerator. Right. It goes for the 12 pack of Sierra. Yeah, well, I mean, this is one. They serve this out at, uh, out at the Mallards games. Oh, yeah. They, they have the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and I just got hammered on it one day <laughs> at, the, at the Mallards games. What's the And it was really nice. There? I mean, it was really nice to just sit out and drink this and, and watch mm-hmm. a ball game. Yeah. Um, sounds good. They also have the, so, what is it, the Dane makes a cream ale for them or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Dane makes. I think, I think it's called Mallard's Cream Ale. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. How are we doing? 
They were out of the Tyranina Bitter Woman. Ah. <laughs> Did you try to get that? Oh, I thought a game. I yeah, like, at the game. Was tasting? I don't know about that. Yeah, I tried to get that. We should, we should throw, like, Duval in here or something. Just, like, it looks light, but it's, like, really intense. Something crazy like that. Like any triple, you know? Yeah. Oh, this looks so refreshing. Well, Saison DuPont. <laughs> yeah. That is refreshing. That almost... It is very refreshing. Yeah, I mean, completely different from... It's uh, kind of a lot. I mean... We didn't put Hennepin in here, either. No, and oh. I didn't because of the ABB, ABV I felt was too high. Um, one I thought about doing the browser had was... Uh, I don't know if it's Avril or Avril. Oh. It's like the size on DuPont, like cut in half. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. 3.5 version. The reason I didn't do that is because it still costs like, I don't know, it's like $12 a bottle or something like that. That's not a lot more beer. <laughs> it's like, in a champagne bottle. Maybe like, that's well, not that's, a lot more maybe beer. Maybe have a really big lawn. <laughs> Brown bag in it, yeah. Well, that's what we talked about earlier, though, is that is the affordability. You know, and a lawnmower beer has to be you know, affordable. Whether, whether you want to say it, or it is or not, and you try to say, well, price shouldn't matter. I think you're right. We brought it up like five different times from different aspects. Like, oh, it's cheap enough, I can do it, or it's too expensive, I won't. A lawnmower beer has to be cheap. Yeah. And the same inexpensive, line, yeah. Inexpensive. Yeah. The same lines that we say, you know, like even session beers need to be affordable. Like, a lawnmower yeah. has to be inexpensive. Yeah. And that's the one thing about that beer. Like, I've, I've had it a couple times. I had it on tap for a while at Brasserie. And it's a great beer, but it's like, man, I'm going to spend like like $12 on this bottle or whatever, or $6 for a cup on, for a pint of it, or I can get size on DuPont for the exact same price. Right. And it's a, it's a really nice beer, and it goes really well with food, and if there's some local brewery that made it, and I could get it for like $6, you know, for a uh, right. 50 great, but man, it's just too expensive to justify, and I'm not saying like bang for your buck, I want to get drunk, whatever, but even just like flavor-wise, it's yeah. so light, it's really hard well, to justify what, it. Yeah. That's what I think about, uh, about Bluebird Bitter. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Shelton Brothers imports Bluebird. That's a good bitter, beer. And you know, a couple of times I'd gotten that from Ron, uh, and you know, it, it's a great beer, but it's just really hard to justify the price. You know, you go and you you know you buy a 500 milliliter bottle, and it's. You know, ten dollars. Yeah. You know, it's right. like, come on. And you can get classic English bitter. I'm going to spend ten dollars on. And it's traveled half way around. Point nine. Something. Yeah. You know, I mean. And you can get a six pack of proper for less than that. You know. Yeah. Or something. So it, it's just it's hard to justify for you know, like you say, bang for your buck. I mean, you know, I mean, I can get <clears throat> I can get something that I like as well, if not more, for less. Yeah. Even though I like this. Yeah. It becomes hard to justify. Yeah. The next beer is New Belgium Fat Tire Amber Ale. Did Jeff say this is Fat Tire? Yeah. This is the darkest beer I think we've had so far. So we're not slowing down. Okay, I'm back. We're slowing down. Just drink it slowly. Yeah, Kyle's not slowing down. And you can tell by the pores. These are all pretty hefty pores. (laughs) So it must be out of the 42. Six-ounce can of Budweiser. <laughs> it's red, like the label, like seeped into the beer. Like, red. I, I was just thinking, this is the largest pour I've had all night. Has to come out of a twenty-two. Although this is lighter than I remember Fat Tire being. Maybe because it's a smaller glass or something. But. See, but like based on the flavor of this, 
Yeah, but it's flavor, pretty sweet. And I mean, the flavor got, of number six. caramel in there. Yeah. Like, besides the color, I could have seen calling number six fat tire. Could have been. Because it has that, like, sweetness to it that... I always think that fat tire... No, I don't think six was like this, though. Oh, it was totally malty like this, though. I, I think it was multi, but not like this. Six was more was more bread like. I thought <coughs> more kind of a classic malt. I, I think it was this is caramel sweet. I think yeah. there's a little bit of that there. I thought that. Oh, I, wow. I think this is more caramel. I don't like this. I like it. I actually don't like this. That's fine. There's there's some ending like not bitter but like it, off flavor that I'm not liking. Maybe it's because we just came off the last beer. But like, <laughs> it's a little, you know, um, and something's off, and I don't. Remember I always feel like they definitely have a little bit of dark malt in it to get to the color, and it's kind of lighter, and then they put a little like a little black patent or a little. It's like a garlic, tiny, so you yeah, have to get it. That's it. It's like it's a, got just a little bit of a roasty, almost astringent. But it's not enough to like make it roasty. Exactly. That's exactly so what I'm tasting. Like. So, so in, instead of, of so you don't think that's just a hop effect? Do you think that's a no? That's I I think it's a malt effect. It, it tastes like when you're trying to like almost like when you're trying to caramelize something and you just take it a little bit too far. Like it's it's just like it's just a little off in some way. And I agree. That's I'm not. I don't really like the end. So you think they tried to darken the beer by adding some some darker I, malts? I, I don't. I mean, well, I'm sure there's caramel malt in it or milk no, or something like that. But I think they do to make it an amber. Toss a little bit of a black patent or a roast, probably something to darken it a bit, and it gives it a little bit of a of a roasty flavor. So you think they're using like a twenty L caramel, and then they toss in some a little black patent just yeah. to that's my assumption. I guess yeah. it, whatever it, it is, be. it I really like the beginning, and then at the, it's it's really nice, and at the very end it just has this little hook. I don't I don't know how to describe it. Actually, I feel it actually feels like it's hooking up in my mouth. I don't. I find this to be like, I guess on a, on a lawnmower beer. Sure, it doesn't, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, no, I don't nope. think this is a lawnmower. Even on a session beer, like you look at, you know, Spotted Cow or Three One Two or Oberon or, you know, a lot of these like staple beers, and like I could see putting back a few of those, but Fat Tire has never been a beer. Ownership with, you know. Yeah. As your. I just think. I mean, I, I, I'm sure. And maybe they want to be. I don't know, maybe it's like a respect thing. Like, maybe they want to be known as, like, doing a little bit bigger. Or maybe it's just, I mean, I think a lot of it probably is just what's sold for whatever reason. Yeah. Amber um, beers sell well. I mean, yeah. look at Capital. I mean, Capital makes seven Capital makes five of them. Yeah. Wineys makes, like, seven Amber beers. <laughs> it's because it's such, like a, like, a fluid style. There's no, like... It's also, Anything can be amber as long as yeah. it looks like Yeah, like this doesn't resemble Ambergeddon like. in any way. Yeah, and they're no, both labeled an amber true. beer. You know, an amber ale. But I mean, as far as like I think, ability goes, I feel like it's a little bit dark for some people. And, like, I agree. Beers seem to do like wheat beers. Like, I think they seem to do well for. Yeah, but I think, I think if we had done the mothership wit, I think we'd have be having a different issue that, you know, it would be. Kind of too many funky flavors with it, you know. We you get the problem with the vit, and you have the coriander and the orange, and you know all of yeah. these strange, you know, strange flavors that are. But then why do these other the, kind of have them work so well, like three one two or Oberon, you know, or Spotted Cow? You know, is like has this. Well, but those aren't really like going on. Yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, I think with Amber's, like, and part of the reason why everyone does them. Is it's it doesn't offend really anyone's taste in any way. 
Boy, it's kind of that neutral way. For the most part, I mean, it, it hits a huge market that will like it. And at the same time, there's it's not really lacking it. You can't say this really needs this. Like, I can drink a Miller Lite and be like, I need malt and I need hops now. Like, like I need some flavor, you know? Like, yeah. Or I drink a really, really hoppy beer. And I'm, I can say, like, this is either way too hoppy or it's really lacking malt. Yeah. But like an amber, it's just kind of like, this is what it is. Well, so you can't critique it though, because the category, like the style is so loose. Right. Yeah. Like, I think, but I think. It's like, what does it? Because think, like, there's no basis. I think Fat Tire's success, again, I don't necessarily know this is Fat Tire, but surprise. Um, its success is, is that it's not the beer that somebody's going to go, you know, slam a 24 pack or go to a bar and buy four or five of them. Right. They're going to buy one and then maybe switch to something else. You know, or if they're going out to just buy one, they'll have one. Before. As far as the macro beer drinker, it does get some of that crossover macro drinker that Spotted Cow would get through and two would get. But they're going to have one, and they go to something else. Well, and, that, and that's, I think that's a really good point, is, you know, somebody who's drinking New Belgium beer, they're also drinking other beer. And this isn't going to be their lawnmower beer. You know, yeah. And to the extent that your typical New Belgium drinker even has a lawnmower beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I mean, e- even when you even when you did mow lawns, as we've established that none of us actually mow lawns. Except Kyle. But, except Kyle. Yep. Um, the last time you mowed a lawn, did you actually come in and drink a beer? Yes. Did you? <laughs> That's exactly. Well, but he still mows lawns. So he, but you still mow lawns. But, but even at that, I, I mean, I go out and do a hard, days of, hard day work. I'm not sure I even come in and drink beer. You know, I come in and have water. <laughs> I find that my, my vision is actually a little bit too sharp when I'm using power tools. So I just, like, it gives me softer edges. Because I don't tend to drink a lot when I'm when I'm working and, sure. and sweating and on hot, sweaty summer days. You know, I come in and I'll have water or lemonade or iced tea. Yeah. And then once I've kind of cooled down a little bit, I might switch over to something like a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily coming in and... Looking for, like, a refresher. Right. You know, because you're sitting down to a beer at that point. Right. And so I guess my point with the, with, with New Belgium is, really, how many of, of New Belgium's core audience is is coming in and slamming a fat tire after they're done mowing the lawn. Right. And none, of well, them, and, and none of them are coming in and slamming a mothership van. None of them are coming in and slamming a 1554 or a La Folie. I, mean, I think the reason it does come up in this category, why we have it here, is because it does sort of go into the category of micro beers or craft beers that have found a larger audience. Okay. Um, like a... Spotted Cow or a 312 or an Island Wheat, the people who normally would drink a Miller Lite would occasionally have. And it is interesting that it is more full-bodied and probably more aggressive, a little bit more complex than those other beers. And, and, And New Belgium is, what, it's in the top five biggest craft breweries. In the country, isn't it? I mean, it's it's, it's right up in the there. Top ten. I, it's right up there. Yeah. And most of the reason is is Fat Tire. I mean, they don't sell that much mothership weight compared to Fat Tire. They don't sell that much Skinny Dip compared to Fat Tire. That's yeah. their big, their big deal. Yeah. New and it is interesting that it is more, it is bigger, it is a little heavier than some of those other sort of, you know, in between beers. New Belgium is an interesting mass popularity issue. I've talked yeah. to a bunch of retailers around. Um, and they all say that in the first two months of 
New Belgium's release, they couldn't keep it on the shelves. Right. Now they can't get rid of it. Yeah, um, sure. The sales of any New Belgium have just fallen off. And they, they can't get rid of it. And, and a lot of that, I think, is if you look around Wisconsin and you're looking for an amber beer, even a hoppy amber beer, there are so many options right. that why would you choose Fat Tire? Right, you know, and that's exactly what they're finding. You know, because they, they saw that with Stone, exactly. but yeah. but it didn't drop off. You know, this Stone is, they're still selling in New Belgium. They can't get rid of right now. This is something we all said. I think Stone on the still, show they're still selling. Maybe not at the level that they were. Right, 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 right. But they're still yeah, selling because they are so intense, it, 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 like, and they are at a level the same level as Dogfish Head. Now. Right, it's like right. But like th- this is what we said on the show a month before. Two months before when they announced they were coming, they, well, here. once they announced it, we said like, "Great, it's going to come in. We're going to see all the banners everywhere. Everyone's going to put up the fat tire neon sign because that's what's cool, right. and it's going to be awesome for six months, and it's going to die. Yeah. And everyone's going to go back, and they're going to forget about it. Yeah, and, and so that's what I think the mistake they made is they didn't. You know, I finally saw a new Belgium Oktoberfest in the. They've, in the, saw, they've just expanded. I saw Skinny Dip. I saw okay. Um, an Abbey Ale or something at Steve's. Yeah, they've, they've, they've branched out to some of the other styles, which will, I think, hang on, like, again, in the same way Dogfish Head or some of these right. national brands right. have. But Fat Tire is never going to sell, like, 312 or Spotted Cow or Island Wheat, beers yeah. that are made locally or close to locally. I mean, it just won't. And, and that's probably why Wisconsin is one of the last states they expanded to. I mean, yeah. they, they, they were already on the East Coast, the West Coast. 312 doesn't do anything in Wisconsin. Not compared to Spotted Not compared Cow. To Spotted like, Cow or even Island Week. I, I was going to like, I can't think of, I don't, I mean, you see it everywhere, but. I can't no, remember I the last 312. I have I never, I have never seen 312 in a bar. Oh, I have. Yeah, have at least never on I tap. Have, they have a telephone tap handle. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Really? They have it at the terrace always. Oh, really? I've seen it a few yeah. times. I think okay. I have it at like BW3s. I haven't looked. Okay. But like, but even in those, like, I'm just thinking places like, that places that have that are a, a big, um, yeah, chains okay. have a big Budweiser presence because they'll push that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, even then, like, I'd yeah, be willing to like bet one that one or two crafts that are on tap. I'd be willing to bet that. Uh, still though. Oh, it doesn't Wisconsin sell. breweries, any Wisconsin breweries beating 312. I, of that, yeah, I would say Island Wheat and Spotted Cow. Spot, yeah. I mean, I, but I, I would say, I, would say uh, I'm, I don't know how much they really do. I and mean, I know that's a really high volume beer. Mm-hmm. Like, people are just getting pictures of that and just going. But, like, I bet Lake Louis po- puts out more beer than 312 does. Think so? In Wisconsin? In Madison. Maybe in okay, but then, <laughs> But then you go anywhere else. Like, Go to yeah, Arena, much, go to Arena, Wisconsin. I bet three one two is not there. No, like you know, how much three one two do you think they sell in total? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I mean, that's true. Say, like if you leave Wisconsin or Madison, but you go to Milwaukee and I bet they sell. They probably sell a ton of three one two. Yeah, maybe, I mean maybe Milwaukee. maybe like closer to like the Chicago area, but like I don't know. I mean, I, you, go, you go the other way. You go further west and you go, you know. Like Hudson probably sells way more three one two. Like I'm sure, like Louis isn't even there. You know. You think Hudson is Hudson is three one two a big in Minneapolis? Goose Island is in Minneapolis. Goose Island is everywhere now. And three one two is their big beer. So. Right. Okay. So yes, <coughs> it's just Madison and you know the surrounding probably you know, beer cities. Beer cities. Yeah. That 
Lake Louis does better because Lake Louis is within those. Well, Wisconsin's an interesting market, and I talked to my brother, who's a huge. I mean, he's a big beer person as well, and but he's back in Ohio, you know, and, and you know they get a lot of stuff there, but they get they get much more diversity than we get. You know, they get a lot of the East Coast stuff. They get a lot of the Pennsylvania stuff. There's some Ohio. There's not a whole lot of Ohio breweries, but they also get more. They get more nationally distributed brands than we get here, and I think a lot of the reason for that is Wisconsin is a very insular market. Yeah, it's too. And I mean, you look at the Wisconsin market, and it, it's the fat tire problem. You know that why would Victory spend a lot of money advertising in Wisconsin when people are just going to drink Capital Pills anyway? Mm-hmm. You know why would you know why is Magic Hat going to spend a ton of money yeah. in Wisconsin? You know, when people are just going to drink furthermore. Well, yeah. And that's, Magic Hat is a really interesting example because they did just come here yeah. and you don't see them anywhere. They came here with an awful market. Like, they came here with number nine and you have to have an exclusive tap and it's like, well, why would I want an exclusive tap if I can use number nine? Like, it's not that great of a beer. Yeah. You know? But it's a dumb, yeah. But you look at someone like Surly, who it's like their beer goes from like Minnesota to what maybe like Black River Falls, but it does enter Wisconsin. Yeah, and then it's like and they do a little bit in Chicago. Yeah, and then it's Chicago and on, and it like skips, you know, Madison. <coughs> it skips the beer whatever. region and, of Wisconsin. And, and Surly, I think, probably could I, I think sustain a small market because they have so I, much. Surly could come to Madison. They could. Surly could go to they Milwaukee. Get, I think it's more of a. I think it's more of a capacity issue. For yeah, them. for them. But even so, I think. But no, it I mean, is, but it is true. To Chicago. I mean, they, well, but I think that was their option. Do we do we yeah. go to Madison and Milwaukee, or do we go to Chicago? And they can, and they probably do do better there. Or go to Chicago. They probably Chicago. do better there. Yeah. yeah. You know, otherwise they have to compete, or they can go to Chicago and make the exact same amount of money without nearly the amount of work. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Compete with Goose Island and not much else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, it's sheer numbers. I mean, you have 8 million people in the Chicago yeah, area. Yeah, that too. You, you know, I mean, you go to one neighborhood in Chicago and you have more <coughs> beer people than you have in all of Madison. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I heard Chicago's kind of big. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've been through there and it's traffic. I don't know. I don't get that tire. Yeah, it is interesting that that is as popular as it is, as opposed to any other amber beer. It is really I think interesting. it's a fine enough beer. And I th- it's I think a good beer. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I, I think they have a lot of the... Well, but I think I think they have a lot of the new Glarus thing going for them. Exactly. Like, you've got this one... mystique. And they have, you know, somebody in Colorado, people would go there on their ski trips, and they would have fat tire, and they would say, this is awesome, and then they couldn't get it at home, and the memories were so much better... Than, than the reality. Being on vacation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and then also another good similarity I think to Glarus is outside of that, they do make a lot of really good, interesting beers. Yeah, in you just addition. don't get any of them in Wisconsin. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. And again, I did see a couple that looked interesting in the store, but fifteen fifty four. I like fifteen fifty four a lot. That is a good beer. That is these places should like you know when they finally come into Wisconsin, they should change their marketing, and it's like why not market fifteen fifty four as your beer in Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. You know, like. I mean, Stone, why not market? I don't know. Well, in 1554... They market an arrogant bastard, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but but 1554 is such a different beer from what's typically available here. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Which is, I don't know, strange. 